Retro Hangover is supported via Patreon by listeners like you. We'd especially like to thank patrons Lyle McCarns, Ashton Ruby, Randall Quiggle, Tony G, Thunderdome Gaming Society, Katie Quigg, Paul Romalo, Raging Demon, JC, Megan Caruso, Mast Keaton, Andrew Liguori, Retro Overdrive, Ozzy Garcia, The Retro Vixen, Adam from The Good, The Bad, and The Backlog, Keith Gasper, Disky Mera, GC Freak 898 The Saturnian, and Dave Jackson. Your continued engagement and generous donations are deeply appreciated. Welcome to The Flight, a consumable curation of champions and catastrophes that is considerate of your chronometer. Hi everyone, it's me Chris. We're here for another flight. We're going to be jingling all the way, even though this is nowhere near Christmas. That's fine. I'm also, I'm just kind of curious about your uh, your intro there. It was, it was very different. I talked to someone who listens to our show, and they told me that they really appreciated the NPR voice, so I thought I'd go in the opposite direction this time. Yes. Just be a little more... That's, that, that's, a, that's a good strategy. Listen to positive feedback and then do the opposite. <laughs> well, they thought it was funny, so I thought I'd do the... I thought I'd take people by surprise. Oh, okay. Keep them on their toes. It's the, mm-hmm. it's the element of surprise. You never know how I'm going to sound. When you tune in, do I sound normal or do I not? There you go. What is normal? Who knows? Getting all philosophical on the flight this week, (laughs) which is all about the best end of level victory tunes, jingles, whatever. Uh, What's what's the official title of this, Shane? I'm lost. Yeah, well, so that's actually going to be kind of important because I think that factored into at least how I ended up choosing my top five so i was trying to stick to the the letter of the law as it were um based on how this topic was phrased by by the the lovely patron who suggested it and as i recall and i am looking at it as we speak it was phrased as best level completion jingles and so that means a couple of things to me one it kind of rules out anything that is not specifically a a piece of music that occurs when you complete a level of a game. So that kind of ruled out things like um, the the sound that plays when you open a chest in Ocarina of Time, because that was one that I had considered. Or Mm -hmm. finishing a battle in a JRPG, because that's not technically a level. So... I don't know how you went about this. I have a feeling there's probably some Final Fantasy stuff included. It's just a hunch, you know. I don't know where that's coming you, from, but how would you come to that? Conclusion? I don't know. It's crazy, but I, I just feel like it. You know, I feel it. I feel it in my bones. But um, but yeah. So that's the parameters that I stuck with. So I I had to be very. And I was talking to Chris about this before we started recording. I had to be very specific because otherwise. I was going to have this decision paralysis because I had this large list that was growing of like, you know, battle completion themes and sound effects for getting items and all this shit that I'm like, I'm like, these are all really good, 
but I don't think it applies to what was what was asked of us here. So I had to, ne- I had to narrow it down. Worse. So I only made it worse because I kept telling him, yeah, yeah, do it. Yeah, do it. Yeah, that was it was very helpful. Thank you, you. for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, I'll just thank you to Corey Carlson for suggesting this for my life in gaming on one of the episodes he was on with us. I think our patrons got it from that suggestion. So thank you for that suggestion and an episode based off of it. There you go. Yeah. So I guess we better kick this off because we do try to be considerate of your chronometer, just like a jingle, so to speak. And we're going to start this off with Shane's number five. So kick it off for us, Shane. Number five. All right, so starting off the bottom of my list, um, and and I will say I had to do a little bit of shuffling to get these in the order that I guess made the most sense to me, Um, but this one's coming in at number five, and it is the the level completion jingle from Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. Oh. Yeah, uh, so I really wanted to include Shantae in some fashion because I really wanted it to be represented here just because the music is always fantastic and has this very sort of infectious, groovy sort of Middle Eastern inspired vibe that of course fits the game extremely well, but also really helps to contribute to the series sort of like overall identifiability. And this is really no different. I will say that it was a little bit of a toss up between this and half genie hero um, because they're both very good as far as the the completion tunes are concerned. But ultimately, I picked Pirate's Curse just because I felt the overall composition of it was slightly better. Um, I kind of like how it wrapped on sort of like an upturn, whereas the other one doesn't. Um, and yeah, it's just one of those like, you know, little, little jingles that is, if you know Shantae, then you know it when you hear it. And um, it's one of those feel-good moments so, uh, so yeah, that one's kicking my list off. What about you, Chris? What's your, what's your number five? So my number five is probably going to strike a lot of you as uh, you probably haven't heard of it because a lot of people don't play shmups, mm. but I think the people who listen to this podcast probably have played this one. And we've talked about this one in the past. It's blazing lasers. Every single time you defeat a level, it has this kind of little victory tune. And at the end of the victory tune, it sounds like a bunch of metal clanging or guns firing off. And then it starts another little tune. And then you proceed to the next level. I always thought it was cool because it just this metallic sound uh, uh, behind this more traditional kind of, hey, you did it kind of song. It really resonates with the vibe of the overall game. That and I just felt like I needed to get a shmup on here. I don't think shmups get enough representation from the retro gaming community, at least the ones that talk about games in our little podcast circle. Shmups are a very underappreciated genre, and I have to talk about a shmup. So Blazing Lasers, I love this game. I love this little victory tune. Literally love everything about it, but it does get my number five for best victory level clear jingle. And I will kick it back over to you, Shane, for your number four. Number four. Number four on my list. 
Super Castlevania 4 for the Super Nintendo. So the Castlevania level completion jingle is is pretty iconic in general already. Um, but this one, I just feel like it really takes it up a notch with the Super Nintendo's sound chip capabilities. And it just gives it this really fantastic, like gothic pipe organ twist with these big sort of orchestral bassy drums that are accompanying it. Um, and I'm also maybe probably a bit biased anyway, since I hold the apparently hot take that Castlevania 4 is the first truly decent Castlevania game. Yikes. I mean, to be fair, it's, wow. it's basically a soft reboot of the first game, so you should probably just start there anyway. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's my number four, just because like it takes something that you're already very familiar with. And, you know, especially if you were there at the time and you had heard, you know, the, that this little tune from previous Castlevania entries, and then you fire it up on the Super Nintendo, it's like, it's very identifiable and very recognizable to you, but it's like got this whole other like layer to it um, that just goes even deeper into that, you know, um, sort of dark gothic aesthetic that Castlevania's got going on. So that's why it takes my four spot. I actually, I, I like that pick. That was really close to being picked for myself as well. I, I think you should check out the victory tune for Castlevania bloodlines too, because that gets a lot of those same vibes. I did. I, I did like actually. That. Yeah, that was, <laughs> it's funny because there were, there were a couple different ones that are sort of bouncing between, but I kind of landed on this one just for, personal attachment reasons which i think is an argument to be made for pretty much all of these anyway um but yeah but yeah that one's definitely really solid too for sure okay my number four is in a lot of games because it's really the finishing jingle for an entire series when mm. you complete a level but i'll start at this series origin because it is so adorable it is so cute it just makes me smile every single time i see it and that's kirby's dreamland I love the level ending song. I love Kirby dancing around and he splits into three things. I think he does anyway. I don't know if that's additional Kirby's or whatever. It could be his people, but it's cute. I don't care what happens because it's adorable. It, it It's just happiness. It personifies happiness. And I guess I wouldn't personify it because it's a video game, but it it amplifies happiness. It makes me happy. Okay. And isn't that what games are supposed to be about? Happiness and being putting a smile on, on that face of yours. I think it is. And Kirby does that all the time. And that victory tune is damn near perfect. I love it. So Kirby's dreamland victory jingle. There is my number four. Number three. Okay. Coming in at the middle of the pack. Final fantasy tactics advance. Oh, yes. So by all accounts, this one is actually pretty simple. There's not really a lot of frills or bombastic elements to speak of. It's it's really just a solid sort of victory fanfare. The reason that it's on my list and the reason that it's at number three, higher uh, uh, up than some of these other ones I've had, is twofold. One, Tactics Advance, as many of you probably already know, because I've mentioned this a number of times on the show over the years, 
was my entry point into the Final Fantasy Tactics series. And so this one is very special to me in that regard. But I also associate it with like the notion of hard earned victory because levels in FF Tactics are by their very nature somewhat drawn out sort of meticulous affairs. Um, so whenever I hear this jingle, I almost I'm always breathing a sigh of relief in conjunction with it. So that sort of positive association and reinforcement is another big reason uh, why it is at my number three. It's it's simple, but it but it does the job well. Mm, I really like that pick. And you're going to find out why later. Ah. I, I think that is a, a solid pick, even though I'm not too familiar with advance. Mm -hmm. But we'll, we'll talk about that in in a little bit. Okay. All right. Well, well, what's your number three then? Well, my number three is the original. It's not fast, but it's got to go fast. <laughs> and that is Sonic the Hedgehog. I think we've put this on the podcast before. I think we definitely talked about this on our Sonic episode. The soundtrack overall for Sonic the Hedgehog is just phenomenal, written by Dreams Come True. Mm -hmm. And no matter what you think about the game, whether you think the it's it's a terrible platformer with poorly designed levels, or I what I think is actually a decent platformer if you just throw the marketing marketing campaign in the trash <laughs> and you don't play it fast, then you have a, you have a damn good solid game. But of course, it wants you to go fast, so I can understand why people don't like it. Anyway, uh, just bearing the lead here, yeah the the jingle that you get at the end of every single level is short, is to the point, but it also sounds grandiose and epic. It really sounds like you completed something magnanimous, even if you only get through the stage in 30 seconds. Like, you really fought hard, just like you said about Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Like, it's a well-earned victory that Sonic just battled through a bunch of robots. Which, again, it kind of counters to the point, because if you're getting through a level in a minute and 30 seconds, it really can't be that epic. But uh, it's just... Everything that this game does, I think it's the best theme, ending theme for a Sonic game, especially a 2D one. I haven't played Mania, so don't kill me if it's better. <laughs> but I, I do think I had to listen to Sonic 2 and Sonic 3 because, like, why don't I remember those? Even Sonic CD. I, I'm not choosing Sonic CD, but um, <laughs> it's a little much, uh, even though the soundtrack there is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. But I, I think that they really nailed that sound that is just Sonic in the first one. And one of those things is that if anyone hears it, they'll immediately identify it as a Sonic game. And the, you don't have a lot of games that can do that uh, with, with as much personality, because sometimes they're just like notes rapidly. Like I could play the Contra theme and everyone knows what Contra is, but I just think that Sonic is is about the same length and a little bit more elaborate. So yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog is my number three. Number two. Well, you know... That functions as a fantastic segue into my penultimate pick because it just oh. happens to be <laughs> Contra 3, The Alien Wars for the Super Nintendo. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so, By the way, we don't see each other's list. No, no. We, we don't. We do this on purpose because we want to be just as surprised as you are. Uh, so, okay. So much like Castlevania 4 you know, my, my number four pick, it's a rendition of a standard level completion tune that you're probably all fairly familiar with. It's been through mm, almost all of the Contra games, 
But the difference here is that it's done with so many more layers and depth, again, thanks to the Super Nintendo's superior hardware at the time. Um, and, and part of what makes this so good, as I said, is this that contrast between it and the previous incarnations of it. And it's got just enough of that sort of synth slash lead guitar kind of vibe going on to fit the the very 80s action movie aesthetic that Contra 3 was going for and nailed pretty well, if I do say so myself. And, you know, while a lot of other games kind of end their levels with, you know, very bouncy sort of like, yay, you did it, we're so proud of you, here's a cookie kind of vibe, uh, this is more like super punchy and just like straight to the point, like especially after you just finished fighting, you know, I don't know, like a giant screen filling zombie alien turtle that pukes fire and spits mosquito demon things out of its back, you know? I mean, how are you going to follow that up with like a, a cute little jingle, right? So no, you can't, you can't. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it is, it is, it is very short and to the point as, as you mentioned, Chris, but I think it does it very well. And I think Contra three is one of, if not probably the best iteration of it, which is maybe not surprising considering, uh, Contra three is probably the best Contra game. So moving on to my number two is it's a throwback to something Shane picked earlier, but it's not the same. Mm. It's not the same. And you could almost say this skirts the definition of a jingle because I think the full iteration of it kind of goes into song territory, but I think it's just short enough at the beginning that it counts. And that is Final Fantasy Tactics. I love the 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 song that plays when you get done with a battle. And I know like you say that's not like a level for you, but I think that turn-based strategy RPGs like the Isometric Grid, those kind of games, every battle is a level in and of itself. So I, I definitely think that counts. Oh no, well that I I absolutely agree that it counts. That's why Advance was on my list, but right. other FF games weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I I understand that, and I just I don't know. I I wish I could put another Final Fantasy game on here, but I I and that's a very popular theme. But like Final Fantasy Tactics just does a little bit more. It has that victory theme again, like you said, hard earned victory. Like you did it, you made it through, and then right at the end, after it plays its initial jingle, that's very momentous and and very you know boisterous and and strong and epic and grandiose. Like I said about Sonic the Hedgehog, you get this this late theme of the prelude that plays for the remainder until you exit out into the world map and it's just it's really cool because th there's not a lot of musical themes with final fantasy and in, in final fantasy tactics which is something the series had done a lot they had really played off a lot of its own themes because this was not an uematsu uh an uematsu soundtrack mm -hmm. this was um I keep on forgetting the dude's name and I feel terrible that I always every I always feel terrible. It's, it's too the guy who did Radiant Silver Gun and and Ogre and all these. I think it's Sakimoto. Uh, Hitoshi Sakimoto, but I could be wrong. But uh, beautiful, beautiful soundtrack. And it, it, to, to actually have that throwback there every single time instead of a victory theme, they go to the preload 
and I think it's it's genius, it's gorgeous, it's appropriate, and a soundtrack that overall is just something you can just kind of play in the background and and chill and do work to. This is a standout within even that soundtrack. So yeah, Victory Jingle for Final Fantasy Tactics secures my number two. Number one. All right, here we are. The number one spot. Best totally objective level completion slash victory jingle. Mine, this one was rough. I'm not going to lie. This is rough. It was a toss up, but ultimately I had to go with Super Mario World. It narrowly beat out Mario 64, actually. So two Mario games, maybe unsurprising. They they know how to do this shit. Um, a lot of things that Nintendo might not know how to do right, but they sure know how to do that. And listen, man, like, what do I even say to it? I don't even know. The whole thing is just like the musical equivalent of a warm blanket. It just it makes you feel good, you know, and like that little like whiz effect at the beginning just kicks it off with this like very light, irreverent sort of tone. And then the keyhole warping effect at the end just kind of caps the whole thing off. Like you get that little at the beginning that tells you like, hey, you you hit the, the end marker, you finish the level, you get the fantastic little jingle. And then that keyhole warp is like, all right, you're going on to the next thing. And everything about it just it just clicks, man. Like everything about it is just it works so well. Um, and of course, I have a lot of personal attachment to that because I played a whole lot of Super Mario World on my Super Nintendo back in the day um so that is why it deserves my number one spot all right my number one pick is something that's just cool and every single time i hear it i it i feel like a badass even though like i've heard this hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times whether or not be on a popular youtubers videos that you've probably seen um, or just through playing this game ad nauseum, because it's just one of those games that once you learn how to play it really well, you'll never stop going back to it. One of the best games of all time, Mega Man X. Well, every single time you defeat a robot master, they have this tune that just plays, and it's just cool. Like it, it makes it sound like you just like the the robot master you took down was like just like this apocalyptic badass and like you're just a bigger badass <laughs> you need to know you're a badass and just every other time Mega Man did it was more whimsical and more happy and more like anime beboppy and whatever and this is just like it is the evolution of the Mega Man franchise and then again you listen to every other Mega Man X ending theme that you get when you fight a boss and it, it's just better like Mega Man X2 and X3. I'm sorry, they suck. <laughs> but like Mega Man X, the original, it, it just puts an exclamation point on the level that you're about to go get this, you know, boss's weapon. You're about to move on to the next stage and you're going to kick some more ass because you're Mega Man. And never before in a Mega Man game did you did it really have that feeling? It's just X brought that out in a much different way. And yeah, that victory theme is is one of those elements that puts a cap on a game that just oozed style, I think. 
And that's why I say, like, you, if you hear the theme, you'll know it. Uh, especially, of course, if you play games, if like retro games, which is why you're probably here. Uh, Mega Man X is my number one. X gonna give it to you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised that I, I was wondering if a Mega Man game was going to make it onto your list or not. I'm actually sort of surprised that Streets of Rage 2 wasn't here somewhere. Uh, a little too, a little too basic for a victory theme. It's great. Mm. Don't get me wrong. Every song on that track is great but uh i think all these other ones i picked were just if you could tell it's a little bit better defined mm -hmm. a little bit more than just your basic jingle and i feel that streets of rage 2's victory theme it was in consideration but very basic that's like i didn't like contras and i know you put contras on there uh but i i figured it needs a little bit more than just a couple of notes over and over and over again even though i yeah it, it is very good and you went to i'm surprised turtles isn't on there for you <laughs> It it was actually, but strangely enough, I kind of even though I had Contra on my list, I, I sort of took a similar approach to eventually culling Turtles in Time from my list because I was like, yeah, I mean it's good, but it's really just that snippet of the Turtles theme. That's kind of really all it is. Um, well, yeah. So I mean, you know, it's so it's okay, but when you kind of compare it to a lot of the other ones, I think they're. I just feel like they're doing more. I mean, that's not to say that it's not a bad one because it is good, especially when you couple it with the the Kawabunga, you know, voice sample. But yeah, that that's kind of why. And honestly, part of it too, I'm not going to lie, was I didn't want my list to be like dreadfully predictable. <laughs> <laughs> there was already a few things on here where people are, if they've heard me talk for more than 15 minutes, they're just gonna be like, fucking yeah, of course that's there. Yeah. I'm just, you should have went with like a Konami sweep. <laughs> well, I almost put the level completion jingle from the original NES Turtles because that one actually does more. It's not bad. No, it's not. It's, oh uh, yeah. I mean, the soundtrack for the original NES Turtles is good too. I'm sorry. I think the game's not horrible. It's not good. But anyway, we're, we're getting off the point. Thank you for joining us yes. for another episode of The Flight where we talked about our favorite jingles. If you want to know how to get an episode of The Flight in the styling of your choice, you can always nominate it in our Discord if you're a patron. And you can find that at patreon.com slash retrohangover. But if you really want to check out all our stuff, just head over to linktree slash retrohangover, which is linktr.ee. And there you can find the Discord that you can join in addition to our Patreon and all of our social media accounts, including our Twitch account, which is twitch.tv slash retro hangover, which on Sunday nights you can go to and watch us play games at 9 p.m. Eastern U.S. Standard or Daylight Time. Just made that more confusing. But yeah, 9 p.m. Oh, okay. Eastern Time. The time zones are confusing anyway, so. That is that is true. Yeah. So I know I probably stole almost all the thunder there, Shane, but do you have anything else to put out? No, that that's fine. I'm, I'm more than happy to let you take it. Besides, I'm sure folks <laughs> hear me do it enough on the main episodes anyway. Uh, no, I think that's that's pretty much it. Um, I guess at this point, at the time of this recording, I will also mention, because we'll probably start socializing them from here on out, um, Linktree is definitely the way to go. That's the, the simplest way to get to everything that is RHP-related. Um, but we, we, we made it official now in that we are we are cool kids with our very own short link. Um, so no longer will you be using the bit.ly or 
the the tiny URL. Oh no, oh no. You will now be using rhp.show and I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah, so, uh, so for instance, we were talking about the Patreon earlier. If you want to go directly there, you can just go to rhp.show slash Patreon and it'll take you there. We're like, we're like official now. It's only taken us, I don't know, seven years or something, but seven and a half. We're getting, who's counting? We're getting there. Yeah. Who, who's, who's keeping track really? Yeah. <laughs> I know there's at least. We le- didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. I know there's at least one person in the discord that's definitely keeping track, but you know, that's our, Keaton. our resident accountant. Yeah. So he's got to keep us on track and we, we appreciate that. But uh, no, other than that, I think that's about it. So uh, we are, we're glad that you were here. We hope you enjoyed this one and uh, we will catch you on the next flight. So until next time, play with your jingling ball joysticks.